Welcome to week 32 of Gain and Retain University, and we are continuing our conversation about SEO. Today is going to be a short and sweet episode, but it's really important that you take the information that I'm going to share with you and you go and apply it on your website, okay? While we are discussing SEO, I want you to be actively making these updates and these changes on your website, because here's the thing. If you let SEO become this big, giant, scary thing that you haven't tackled at all because you're intimidated by it or you don't fully understand it, then it will just be kind of this rain cloud that hovers over you all the time that, oh, I need to get to that, but I haven't done it yet. But if you update your website as we're talking about it during this program, and then you continue to utilize those practices as you you add new products and services and pages to your website, then it will just be kind of part of your normal workflow, right? And then it just becomes easy and maybe not fun, but part of what you do on a regular basis. So there's three things that I want to talk about today, and they are all going to have to do with the images that you utilize on your website. And whether you are a service provider or a product-based business owner, you should have images on your website, right? If you don't, then pause this episode and go to your website and start figuring out where you can plug in some images. So the first thing that I want you to think about is the size of your images. You need to make sure that your images are optimized for websites, right? Sorry, I have a cold, so I apologize. (laughs) So if you are taking your own images or you have a photographer, when you get those raw files, they're going to be very large, right? They are built for printing. So you need to compress those files down. Now, some website uh, builders will compress it for you, but if they do not, then there's tons of websites that you can go to. Literally just go to Google and type in compress images for web, and it will come up with tons of different free applications that you can utilize. And you just need to get in the habit of compressing your images. Now, here's the thing. Is this going to improve your SEO? Not a ton, but what it is going to do is when people land on your page from all of this great SEO action that you're taking, it is going to load your page faster because we all know people want bigger, better, faster, stronger, right? If you land on a website and the images are taking forever to load, where are you going? Away to the next website, right? Especially if you're looking to shop or buy something, you want to have those images in front of you. And if they're taking too long to load, you're not interested. Especially when people are using their phones to surf a lot, and they maybe don't have a high-speed internet connection, they're using their data to surf the internet, you need smaller images that will load faster. Now, does this mean that the images look tiny? No. It just means that the quality is not as good as it might be if you printed it on a flyer or a poster or, um, you know, hung it on your wall, but it's good enough to see on your website and get it to load quickly. So that's the first thing that I want you to be doing. Second is I want you to optimize your image file names. So raise your hand if you're guilty of uploading an image that is called IMG7592311, right? I am totally guilty of that 100%. And one, because I don't feel like changing it. And two, because I didn't really know that it mattered. And now I know better, so I can do better. And then I can share it with you and you can do better too. So you need to change your image file names to describe what is in the picture. Because when those SEO 
spiders come crawling through your website to see what's on there so that they can take it back to Google and use it for people to search for you, it needs to be relevant. IMG 7511 is not going to show up for anything, right? (laughs) That's not going to help you. So if you say you have an image of a candle and it is pumpkin spice flavored, let's go with that or scented, not flavored. We don't want to eat candles because it's fall, right? So you might call it image of pumpkin spice candle. And then you could always add, you know, some kind of marker at the end if you need to. Maybe it's underscore front, underscore back, underscore main image, or if you do one, two, three, four, however that works for you, but you need to have a descriptor in there. Image of pumpkin spice candle. Great. Okay. Image of green bamboo v-neck t-shirt, right? So those things need to be updated. So that's the next thing, right? And for most of you, I can't, I don't know of a web platform where you can go in and rename the image while it's already on the platform. You might be able to, if you can't, you're going to have to go comb back through your images and rename them, or you can just decide, you know what? I'm not doing that. That's too much work. What I am going to do is going forward. I'm only going to upload images that are searchable. And this includes, uh, your header images. Even if it's a picture of you, you could, if you're, it's in your about me section, right? Image of Jessica Guzikowski, right? Because if somebody is searching for you, you want that to pop up, right? So the more you can label things, the better off you're going to be when it comes to searchability. Now, the last thing I want you to do is use alt tags. I'm sure you've seen this. Every web platform has it. And it has a little section when you upload an image that says use alternative text, right? So without alternative text, search engines can't index your image content accurately, right? They use the alternative text to effectively take your image and basically describe it to its own search engine so that somebody can come in and find it. So you want to use brand relevant terms that can be in your alt tags to boost your visibility, but you don't want to, you know, do keyword stuffing. So this is very keyword heavy, right? So we talked last week about different keywords that you can use in your SEO, right? For product descriptions and other things. And this is what you want to do here as well. Again, no keyword stuffing, but in alternative text, describe the image, describe your brand that's relevant. Anything that would be relevant to this image, put it in there. 10 to 15 alt text uh, tags are perfect. If you're familiar with Etsy and using uh, keywords in Etsy, it's very similar to that. And you can use that same strategy that we talked about last week with going to Pinterest and typing something in. Um, say you have a fall floral arrangement, you could type that in and see what people are searching for and then use that to inform your decision on your alt tags. This one, I do want you to go through. All your products and or services go through and add alt tags to your images. It's worth the time. It's 100% worth the time, okay? Start with your bestseller. Start with the one that you want to sell the most, right? Your best-selling product or and or the one you want to sell the most if they're not the same. Hopefully they are the same, but if they're not, then do both, right? So that is what I want you to do this week. Those three things, okay? Once you're done listening to this episode, you need to go and start resizing your images if they are not already resized the way they need to be. And very easy way to test that is to just go 
outside, disconnect from your Wi-Fi, go to your website and see how quickly everything loads. If it loads fast, great. If it doesn't load fast, if it's like taking, you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds to load an image, that's not fast enough and you need to go and resize those images. Then I want you to go and either start working on the images that you already have to optimize those file names or just make sure that going forward, you are going to do that. Before you import new images to your website, rename them to names that have to do with the image. And then lastly, I want you to start working on your alt tags, okay? If you have questions about this or you want to talk more, just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to chat about it. I am not going to promise to be an expert, but I am going to promise to share with you what has worked for me. And that's really what it's all about, right? Testing, trying, seeing what works, but doing the best that we can to optimize the performance of our website so that we are doing less work and making more money. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you tremendously. And I will see you right back here next Friday.